welcome to Celebrity Spotlight Radio. Today, I have an exclusive interview with the director and the cast of the upcoming international extraordinary South African caper heist comedy feature film, The Umbrella Men, which was selected for the Toronto International Film Festival set for September 10th, 2022. Welcome director John Barker and the cast members, uh, Jake Stasilver, Shamila Miller, and Keon, uh, Ars- how do you spell Aris. it? Arison. Okay. Aris. To, the, to the show. Aris, to the show. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So, and, John, actually, everybody, as a group, how excited are you for this amazing film? Oh my God, so excited. <laughs> John, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. When they send me the film, right? I normally don't look at the synopsis, I don't read anything, I just watch the film, you know. So when I saw the name, the umbrella man, in my mind I'm thinking, oh no, here we go, another horror movie or you, you know. <laughs> Because the, the umbrella man, like the men, th- that term comes from the assassination of John F. Kennedy because it was, yeah, a, the, right, yeah. there was a guy with an umbrella walking around the whole time, you know, and everybody, you know, thought that was like kind of weird. So, yeah. but thankfully, when I saw the film, first of all, John, congratulations and a job well done in directing. Thank you so much. Such Thank an you. amazing film and visual. Wow. Uh, outstanding. I want to talk about uh, the uh, cinematographer uh, yeah. because uh, the visual part of it was just wonderful. Uh, yeah. How long did this uh, whole feature take to shoot? And was it your intention to capture uh, that whole visual too? Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, thank you for the intro. Um, thanks for having us on your show. Uh, the, the cinematographer is a guy called Matteo Moeng, uh, who's a very talented young man, uh, young in terms of cinematography, because he's, uh, I think he's only in his, in his 30s, probably late 30s. Um, and uh, he's done a number of films in South Africa. Uh, and he just felt like we worked together on a sketch comedy show a few years ago. And his sensibility and his lighting, and also just him as a human being, his his attitude to life is fantastic. And I thought that going into this thing with you know when you jump into the abyss of the film filmmaking uh, abyss, it's it's a tough. It can be a tough thing, and the worst thing is to have somebody that um, that you're not on the same page with. And because we'd worked together, I kind of knew that Matteo would be cool. But I actually was strange enough. I, I wanted the film to be beautiful and we had a lot of time together. We had, we had about six weeks together. We, we I did a lot of storyboards and we, so we worked really hard together. But actually, he actually did a better job than I could ever imagine. The film is more beautiful than, than I imagined and, I, and that really is testament to him. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I never yeah. been to you know, Cape Town and uh, I felt like I was there and the beauty of it was just to the extreme. Uh, and I was very glad to, to have watched that film. How long did it take you to pull this off? And how did you get such an amazing cast together? 
Well, I was very fortunate that this has been a, a labor of love for a long time and that we try to make this film about 14 years ago. And since then, every year I've been trying to make it, but for a number of reasons, it, it hasn't happened. So I guess in that way, um, we've had a long time to think about it. We've had a lot of people involved and a lot of people have fallen out. Um, but yeah, so we just, you know, we, it, it, like, like I told these actors, they've heard this before, but I tried every year to try and force this film, you know, trying to force this film, let's make it, let's make it, let's make it. And for some reason, it didn't happen. And it literally was when I was on set, I realized that actually the film was, was waiting for all of these actors and this crew, Matteo and everybody to be together in order just to make the film. So it took a long time, but yeah, it just, it, it was right. You know, when I think back now, 15, 14 years means nothing because at the end of the day, we've made this fantastic film that we're so proud of. Um, and in terms of the production, we had four weeks to shoot, which is not a lot of time. You know, I wish we'd had, I wish we'd had more time. Um, and if we do, if we do another one, we're definitely going to push for for more time. But we had four weeks, a uh, couple of longer weeks, longer time in pre-production, and then we just like just amazing to have these young actors uh, who who I've met over the last couple of years, and uh, just did a fantastic job on the film. Well, all the actors definitely had chemistry, and uh, uh, Jack, yeah, you played Jake. You play um, uh, Jerome, and and, and Shamila played uh, Kanisha, right? Um, yeah. So uh, I just want to I want to tell you something. You both had great chemistry on on the screen. It was wonderful, and I want to know how was it working together because you both had wonderful chemistry. And did you feel, uh, did you feel good about filming in Cape Town? I feel like filming in Cape Town is phenomenal. It's such a beautiful city. And there's something about the energy here that's just like electric and contagious. And you walk outside and you just smell that air and you feel the energy and you're in a good mood. So I think shooting in Cape Town is always fun. Um, and then if I talk on the chemistry, we, you know what, we, uh, Jacques and I, we, we, we get along and we kind of knew each other, not really that much before production, but we, we became family so quickly. Like we hung out every day. We were excited to go to work. Like everything about how the beginning stages of the film started slotting together was just so beautiful. And then. So we did have natural chemistry, but we also did, we put some work in, we did some exercises, we touched our tummies and we, and, <laughs> and, and we did make sure that uh, those scenes where we had to be more intimate worked and that the energy that we were producing was palpable through the screen. And, and a, a lot of work went into that. And we're just happy that it paid off. Um, I was saying the other day how the first time that Jacques and I saw the kissing scene one day in the studio a couple of months ago i think it surprised even us we were like oh damn what's going on over here so, it looks great <laughs> it was, so we were like oh my god it looks so good uh, what do you say about that jock what do you say? Yeah, I mean, um, firstly about shooting in Cape Town. Um, what we were, what John was saying about the timing. We were also shooting in COVID, right? Where uh, I think we had access to crew 
that we normally that I think under normal circumstances we might not always have had because Cape Town is a big location for international uh, tons of international movies, national series, um, who kind of get first choice in terms of the cream of the crop in terms of crew, and I think our timing was beautiful. Now we, we all of a sudden we had we had access to internationally renowned. Um, crew from left to right you know um hair and makeup all the way to lighting and and everything else so that was that was a blessing yeah. and then yeah uh what was lovely with working with Shamila is that she was it was we were able to to yeah put, to put in the work to be totally respectful of uh of each other and each other's processes um so we could the rules were in place so we could play um, and uh, John totally uh, created such a beautiful safe space for us to go, you safe, you safe? Okay, now you know where the boundaries are. Let's see what you can cut in in between. That's good that a director does that because I've worked with directors that uh, actually give the actors that opportunity to just go with it, you know, because uh, I have a friend, Ted Kotcheff, who stated one time to me that they're actors antonio i let them <laughs> i let them do their job and that's act and he's absolutely yeah. right because uh and you too came off great on the set I, I was like i was like thinking did you guys work together before never we had we had done one commercial like a few years before and and even then i think it was just the the like tail end of the commercial that we were in the same frame together. So we were we didn't, we didn't, even, we didn't really hang out that day on set. I think I just we were like getting married or something, and I saw him at the end at the altar for a second in the commercial. So we 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 had worked together, but but not really. I don't know if we're gonna count that one, Jacques. Well, let me let me tell you some. Um... Special Victims Unit, uh, a long time ago when that, that show first started on television, uh, the showrunner and, and executive producer, Ted Kotcheff, is one who found uh, Chris Maloney and Mariska Hardetake, and he's actually uh, the one that got them together. And they actually read together during the audition, and they worked before, but a long time ago, but they had such chemistry that that's how they got the part. Wow. So, now look at them now, right? So um, chemistry is very important when it comes to what the camera picks up, you know? And uh, obviously the audience loved them and still love them to this day. So I fell in love with both of you, <laughs> you know? And, and it, awesome. it was great. And you gave a lot of, um, you know, uh, for me, it, 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 was, it was the film, you know? Everyone was great. Comedy was great. And even Keon, you, you were absolutely amazing. Uh, and uh, they say you're the bad boy. And I look at Jerome, well, you know, he was like the instigator too. But, <laughs> you know, I don't want to give away the movie because I hate doing that. I want people to, to go into the movie fresh like I did, you know. But um, how did you connect and, um, and prepare for this particular role? Sorry, is that me? Yeah, yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, well, I think uh, obviously I, I knew what 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 John was going for. I was a part of the proof of concept, like years years before, 
And I think every time I saw John, I, I, I sort of had an idea of where he's going with what the characters were doing and where they're going, where they live and, and, and what the, the space is that they're, that they're in. Um, I don't know, I, I, did I do much prep work? I don't know, I'm not sure. <laughs> but it, was, it looked like it was, so, it was so much fun. It didn't feel like we were working and that's, we've been bringing it up all the time is that we've had so much fun on the set that, and again, it comes down to John creating that space for us. And John had this amazing sort of shorthand with us um in in his directing that we i think he'd say one thing and we'd all just get it you know um and i think it's because he's had a relationship with each and every one of us individually leading up to the like, sort of uh, principal photography um i mean i've never been to prison before but uh, I, I can certainly i could certainly draw from like other films and people that i might know that I've been to prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think John made it very easy for, for me to step into that role. So yeah, it's all credit to John. Yeah, well, you, you did a wonderful job. John, um, what was the most difficult scene that you had to shoot in the film? Well, the most difficult, funny enough, you're talking about chemistry um, and you're so right. First of all, with chemistry, we, we are so lucky because uh, we, we cast, I think the film has been beautifully cast. We got the right people. Um, chemistry was absolutely amazing. But, but you know, you've been around, you've been in the industry. You can often think that something's going to work and you get there and it's terrible. There's no, there's no chemistry. And then for this film, exactly like you said, it all hinged on the romance. It had to be a thing of, of him of Jerome not falling in love with, with Keisha, but that happening over time, then him having this dilemma with whether he tells her about it. If he tells her that he's robbing her bank, she, he's going to lose her. If he doesn't, they're all going to end up in jail. So he's in a huge dilemma, and the audience are watching this. But it was so key that Shamila, first of all, didn't seem like when she found out she was angry, told him to F off, uh, which broke her heart. But he wanted her to come back and, and save the day. And, and when she comes back, you know, I think we've told the film hopefully well enough that you, you're rooting for her, you're rooting for them. And you're like, yeah, she comes back and she saves them. So chemistry and their relationship was so important. So one of the toughest days we had was uh, in the schedule, we had put um, Shamila's apartment all, on, all obviously on one day. And as it happened, and Shamila always takes the mickey out of me because she always says, John, there's too much kissing scenes. We're kissing too many times. She kept telling me. Every right, single so. scene, I was like, why, why are we kissing again? Our faces are like numb by the end of the day. <laughs> and, and I didn't see that. It's so weird. I, I was like, when she was saying it in the beat, I was like, what do you mean you kiss all the time? But when I looked back at it, we had made them kiss all the time. So, but on that day, there was about, about six scenes in the apartment. And, um, and five of the six were long kissing scenes. Uh, we put a we put a circular track. Um, we put the two of them on the circular track with the camera, and we sped around the track for for hours. You know, for for many many takes with them kissing and kissing and kissing. So um, that was a tough day. We had to pull that off, and everyone was exhausted after that day because it was emotional. And how much drag. of that shot is in the movie? Like know, a second and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the, yeah. 
in the in the three hour version, it was like about it was about about thirty seconds. It was very adult. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what usually happens, you know. Yeah, yeah. I could I could go on forever on scenes that uh, on movies that you'd be like surprised that you're like only a little bit of it is like like nine yeah. thirty seconds of it is, is in the scene. Exactly. And it took exactly. days to film. <laughs> <laughs> and then people look at it and they go, "That's it? What?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's so, so true. I, I, that's the joy of working with actors, um, like these three actors. That they're so professional. They just went back, take after take after take, no problems. No one ever had an issue. Um, just truly blessed with with really professional actors, very talented. Uh, and I guess the other tough day. Would be was was, was involved with uh, Keenan and with Jacques. It was in the tunnels. The tunnels were very tough to shoot. Again, oh. that only plays a small part in the film. But but we had snakes and cockroaches and foul smells and slipping on the moss in the in the half barrel uh, tunnels. So so that was the other tough there. Yeah, I could imagine. Uh, I get claustrophobic and I go in tunnels and you know I. <laughs> I'm an aerospace engineer before the entertainment business, so I used oh, wow. to fly, yeah, That's so cool. planes <laughs> and all that stuff. And I was, you know, and I got over it. I jumped out of a plane to get over, uh, you know, fear of heights and all that stuff. So um, I just had to do it. But mm. I could imagine, you know, it took me a long time for the cave thing because I used to go to Dominican yeah. Republic and I used to go underneath, you know, uh, you know the water and go into these hidden caves you know all the time i don't do that anymore because a lot of people have died like that and i just don't yeah that way but i could imagine uh you shooting in caves with actors you know i don't know if there's like an insurance thing on 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 production side over in cape town but that must have been costly right if you think about it because anybody could get hurt so yeah they were yeah, exactly. There was a kid, um, the tour guards who took us down through the tunnels. When we did the reckeys, they were, we almost didn't get that day to shoot because, first of all, um, the, if it starts raining, all that, all that rain uh, gathers in the, in the mountain, obviously flows down into those tunnels. So that water very quickly will double in size. And, and on the day that we did the recce, we were actually in full waders and the water was up to, up to our waists. But, but lucky enough that from the time of the recce to the time of the shoot, it hadn't rained at all in Cape Town. So the water subsided enough for us to work in there. But still, when the producer arrived, uh, Joel arrived on the first day, he slipped on the moss as oh. he arrived on, on his back. He threw out his shoulder. Um, there were crew slipping all the time. Uh, we had uh, Auntie Val, um, June Van Merch, who's a you know, lady in her, in her, in her 60s. Um, um, and she, she was, I was worried about her slipping the whole time. Yeah. So, so we were definitely, we were insured, but it was a, it was quite a tough, quite a tough shoot. Yeah. Now, uh, starting with you, John, um, let's go around. And what I want to know is what message would you like to express to everyone about this film? Because I know that it also has a lot of, uh, because it's a South African film too, you know, it's filmed there. So this is absolutely very important film. So I like yeah, to you, John. Yeah, I, I would love people to take away at the end of it that 
that South Africans can make cool films, that it's an entertaining heist caper film. People that love the genre, I want them to, to watch it and go, yeah, that's that's a cool heist and caper film. I, you know, I get it. It's set in a world I've never seen before. I've never seen people from the Boer Carp. I've never heard Guma before. I've never heard the minstrels play in that way. But I got everything and I loved it and it was entertaining and that uh, Cape Town's a cool place and these kids, these people in this community and this family and this mafioso kind of um, world that they live in uh, over the generations is cool. I can identify with it. I'm an Italian-American and I, and I get what they're doing there or I'm somebody from Mexico and I, and I get what they're doing in Cape Town. So I just want people to say that it's a, it's a cool film. You know? Okay, who's next? Just jump in. I'm picking you because you're the lead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah so for uh, for me, what is uh, what is important is is re the representation, right? Where uh, it's a story that's uh, specifically about a minority group within within South African culture, uh, within the, the 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 fabric that makes up. Uh, our rainbow rainbow nation so in terms of uh, uh in terms of who the story is about uh this little this little corner of cape town uh, that is that is that is that is the 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 jackpot for me okay go yeah, ahead yeah i think i think 100 representation is like a, a big thing that i want to show people we want to you know, share our community share our culture and then on an international stage it's just like you know a lot of people may have not been to Cape Town may have not been to South Africa don't know our people don't know our vibe so to kind of showcase that um, and showcase the city and the beauty of the city and uh, the rhythm and you know the feeling that you get like I just wanted to inspire people to come and check it out be like oh that's that should be a destination. I want to want to visit yeah. that place. That's all full of vibes. I definitely would love to after seeing the movie. You know, I've heard so much about it. You know, from friends and family, they went, and I never had the pleasure of going. But uh, after seeing this movie, I definitely uh, want to have it on my bucket list to go. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay, That's you're cool. up. You're up. Um, I think everybody's touched on it, but I think culture, because it's so rich and, and, and sort of colorful in its tapestry and the representation, I think it was wonderfully depicted in this film and uh, it does give it a, a sort of authentic voice um, uh, together with the music. I think that it, it, it just perfectly uh, sort of describes and depicts this culture. And if anything, yeah, it should definitely, uh, I would love people to take away um, from it the, the fact that we are, we are now on a world stage and we can tell our stories and this is who we are as a people. So, right. Uh, now you grew up in Cape Town, right? Yes. So how, did. Does that, how does that feel? Because you're filming well, in, in your home. Yeah, well, we shot in our, our, our location in Burkhap was, I mean, I grew up there as a kid. I went to primary school there. Um, so it was, it was really, I, I said earlier, it was a sort of a full circle moment for me to be able to walk those streets and shoot on those streets and see a few friends that I might have gone to school with. And it was, 
<laughs> it was really something special to for, for me. Mm. Um, and I think, I, I really think that it, it, it's a, such a standalone, it has such a strong voice um, because nothing was, there wasn't anything taken away from the people in the community. It was, it was so well depicted and well-rounded that um, it's, it's, I'm so proud of this film. Yeah, so, yeah. You, should, you all should be proud. And John, let me ask you a question because, um, you know, when I watch like Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney and Matt Damon, all these group, you know, and they heist, you know, uh, Vegas and stuff like that, you know, and I think about your movie, which has a lot of comedy and a lot of music, a lot of dancing, um, which is great. I, I'm concerned to see if you're writing a part two. I don't want to give it away, but that's what I saw anyway. Yeah, no, that's so cool of you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the fun that the, the guys had in, in Ocean's Eleven is exactly what we wanted to portray in this film, that we also have cool kids in South Africa. You know, this cast, this cast of young actors are, are beautiful. They're talented, they're amazing. Like, that's what we have. And I, and I wanted to take that look that the uh, actors have and, and put it on a film and, and hopefully show it a festival like this. So it's a dream come true to have these guys. For me, uh, you know, I always, I always said that this is like, this is like, uh, this is like um, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. You know, for me, it's like Keenan and Jacques are, are those kind of guys. They, for me, this, these three are like the cast of Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, in Quentin Tarantino's film. Like it's Shamila's Margot Robbie, you know, Jacques is, is, is Brad Pitt and, and Keenan uh, is, um, is Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, like for me, they, they're that beautiful. They're that amazing that, that they should be on that stage. So if you get a feel from this film, that's for me is amazing that, that it feels like an Ocean's Eleven and, um, and yeah. So, so we hope that the world sees it like that too. And, um, and uh, we certainly are writing. We're in the midst of, of uh, Umbrella Men 2. I hope so. When you, yeah. first wrote, when you first wrote this, was, uh, ha had there been like uh, a lot of changes in the writing over the years? Because you said it took you like uh, 11, 12 years. Yeah, loads of changes. I mean, uh, in the beginning, the Keenan Keenan played when we uh, when we shot a small um, a little a little piece about the carnival because we were taking to the Cannes Film Festival and, and people I knew wouldn't know what the festival was about or what the minstrels were about. So we shot, and Keenan was actually playing a character called Young Yusuf, and Young Yusuf over time developed into Mila's character. So Young Yusuf turned into a female character, which was played by Mila, and Young. Yes, and then Keenan then played the role of uh, Joey Rustin, who 10 years ago was playing the lead. So Keenan then became moved up in the ranks to play the lead. And Mila then took his role and became uh, the, the female in a role. Um, and it changed a lot. There wasn't, uh, Keisha was, had huge development in the beginning. I think, I think Shamila even read a script where um, Shamila wasn't really that involved. She was more like the the, the wasn't reacting to yeah exactly there was this beautiful girl that was in there but she wasn't as key a role now as she is in the film now so we gave 
uh, Keisha far more uh, substance as a character, and that changed a lot. Um, we gave, because uh, now Keisha's amazing in the film. She's, it's pivotal, you know? Um, so she had to play a big role. Uh, I think Auntie Val changed a lot. Auntie Val was a very small part. She actually only featured a little bit. She never came into the tunnels. There were a whole lot of tunnel scenes that were cut out uh, that Auntie Val was actually in the tunnels with us. Unfortunately, it just slowed the film down a little bit because the guys, once they went certain way down the tunnel, they, they realized, uh, Jerome realizes his character realizes that that monkey boy has brought a gun into the tunnel that's the one thing he said don't bring a gun and so he knows that there's a double cross on of some sort so he phones Auntie Val and he backtracks and he meets with Auntie Val in the tunnel and um, they had the whole crew there sitting with her because they bandaged up uh, Keenan's arm um, and so she she was amazing in there but unfortunately we had to cut her out but initially a couple of years ago she wasn't even in the tunnels or at the end of the carnival. So she became a much stronger character. So that changed quite a lot. And then also Jerome's character didn't come from Cape, didn't come from Joburg. He was actually based in uh, Cape Town when his father died. And uh, he just picked up from there. But we wanted to give him more of a, um, more substance to his character that he had gone away try to make it and then realize that his place actually was in Cape Town. So that changed quite a bit. Um, excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, yeah. um, I would love to, and this type of film, I would love to talk. I could talk all day with, uh, with <laughs> everyone here. I wish we had more time, but here, here's the thing. God bless this film, you know, and I wish you a lot of luck and you know what? I'm a type of person that uh, I'm an independent producer and filmmaker myself. So I love pushing this kind of films and, you know, and it's really, you guys did a wonderful job. So there you have it. So September 10th, the international Toronto film festival, everybody watch this film. It's excellent. God bless you. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.